fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Podcast, where we are currently featuring the athletes from the 2023 CrossFit Games semifinals. And with us is one of those athletes, Ashley Walden. Ashley, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm great. Uh, just to let our listeners in on a little secret, um, I learned that we have different time zones in <laughs> Arizona than from the rest of the country. Yes, MST, MDT, two mountain time zones. We don't like to play along with the rest of the country, so we don't recognize daylight savings, but we got to figure it out. We did. We did. Um, and I'm 53 years old, and I just learned that today. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, something I, I never knew. Well, I want to, before we get into like the hot and heavy part of what you've accomplished this year, um, one thing that I am an aficionado on that is a side of CrossFit is belly flopping. <laughs> I okay. love a good belly flop, right? Yeah. I'm a Clydesdale. I can make a good splash and, and I love that. But you for charity did a belly flop thing a few years ago and you were much more creative than I could ever be. And I wanted to share that with the audience. So here is your Instagram. And sure, there we go. You backhand spring into <laughs> a beautiful, beautiful belly flop. So what what gave you that idea or the creative mind to do a back what back, back handspring into yeah. a yeah yeah so it was one of um our coaches at CrossFit Blade was diagnosed with a rare form of cancer and so um there are people at our gym that were trying to get awareness to get some fundraising done so that they could um raise money to pay for some of his operations and his treatments and so we kind of had like a little viral thing going around around our gym and the gyms in Arizona. So they all started with normal belly flops and then everybody started to put a little twist on them. So um, I was like, all right, I'm going to incorporate some gymnastics into mine because I felt like it also would hurt less than doing a regular belly flop because I could kind of change it. But yeah, um, it was for our coach um, that he was diagnosed and he, uh, he passed away. Um, about a year ago, I want to say now. Yeah, almost exactly a year ago, but it was to raise money for him. So um, we actually just did, it's ironic that you pulled that up because we just did a workout for him in his memory yesterday. So great. Yeah. Oh, that's what awesome. Nice, that's a nice tribute. Uh, it's not awesome that he passed away, but nice yeah, no, that yeah. you did that. Yeah. yeah. So you've been doing um, CrossFit for a long time. Yes, like, I know. I was thinking about that this morning. It's been, I think it'll be nine years. Um, as of like July of this year. And so like your first open, what was it? 2014? Yep. Yeah. I think I did 2014, 2015. I think or I was at a gym that wasn't affiliate and I didn't even know. So I, one of the years I think I didn't even do it officially, but yeah, most of the other years I was doing it minus some injuries. 
Yeah, and I actually I found your notes. What happened is I didn't save it under your name. Ah, okay. I just I saved it under template, so mm -hmm. it's there. Um, but you have primarily been a team athlete your your whole career. Yep. Yeah, I actually moved to Phoenix um, <clears throat> in 2017, and I wasn't really looking for a competitive gym. I never thought I would go and do any big competitions. I was mainly doing CrossFit for fun, and so I joined CrossFit Blade, and they were like, "You're going to be on our competitors team." And I remember <clears throat> the owner and coach was like, do you have a normal job? And I was like, what? It's like, yeah, you have like a normal job. And I was like, uh, yeah. And he's like, well, we train at 11. I was like, all right, well, I can't really do that, but I'll do what I can. And so, yeah, I started training with them. I was kind of like, I was pretty weak when I first started there. I was like 10 pounds less than I am now. Um, and so <clears throat> worked my way and made it on the team with them in 2017. And then we also went team 2018. 18. Um, and then 2019, I think was the year that CrossFit was changing, right? Like how they're yeah. doing their structure. So we did qualify a team that year, I think it was for sanctionals, but one of our team members couldn't do it. Um, <clears throat> 2020, I qualified for my first individual sanctional at the time it was called. Um, and it ended up getting canceled for COVID. So that was unfortunate. So that was like my, okay, I'm going to do something like for individual. And then um, <clears throat> ended up doing team 2021 granite games and then 2022 I actually had to, um, I couldn't even finish the open cause I had a, a disc injury in my neck. So I had a, wow. End of that. Yeah. So how did you recover from that? Did you have to have physical therapy, surgery? Yeah. My goal was no surgery. So I know it was the longer route, but I did intensive, um, PT rehab. Uh, it took about like nine months before I could start training regularly again. So I actually didn't do my, I felt the disc injury and I don't think this is what caused it. I'm sure it was there. It was just a combination of things, but I was doing a legless rope climb and I felt like a zinger go up my neck and actually did my first legless rope climb since that last year. Cause I was like, all right, I'm going to, these are probably going to be at semifinals. So I should probably start practicing these, but yeah, it was a lot of PT. I honestly, I thought I was never going to be able to do CrossFit again or anything. So yeah, happy to be where I'm at now. So you posted on your Instagram this post, which mm -hmm. is post the neck, neck injury, and you hit a snatch just five pounds under your PR. Yep. So that had to feel good going into the open. Yeah, that did. Finals. That gave me, that definitely gave me some confidence going in because I had been like so far from my max weights, like the entire six months leading up to this as I was building back. And so my head, I was like, oh, I'm never going to build back to where I was. I'm going to be scared. But yeah, it, um, it really took serious, like the PT rehab, um, not pushing when it feels off and making sure I'm continuing, even though I'm feeling better to continue doing that. So yeah, that was pretty happy. And then I almost hit like five pounds over, I think a month after that. So yeah, it's been, it's been a journey for sure. Well, even with the injury, you can see it on your, your individual quarterfinals. In 2021, you were 196th place. And then in 2023, you were 42nd. I mean, that is a huge jump, not to mention dealing with such a serious injury. Yeah, yeah. I was um it I thought I was like, okay, after this quarterfinal, I'll maybe take like a little break and mm -hmm. um like just because I've been doing it so long, I'm like, okay, my body probably wants some rest and not do the comp stuff all the time. And then, yeah, I made quarter or semifinals. I was like, oh, okay, time to like turn it back on for a little bit. So, yeah, I've always wanted to make it as an individual and 
or actually get to go. I know COVID interrupted some of that in injury. So yeah, it's exciting and I'm excited to just go out there and have some fun. So what, it, what was the precipitous of you wanting to be an individual athlete this year, as opposed to a team athlete in the past? Um, so in the past we had, um, like two guys, two girls that were extremely competitive and we'd always want to put a team together. Um, I know at the beginning there was like one year where we thought we had like a shot. We we're pretty close, like making the team to the games. But then after that, it was kind of just for fun. Um, and this year we honestly, I probably would have gone for a team because I didn't think I would make individual, but we didn't have, um, our team our, one of our girls just had a baby. Um, one of our other coaches who would have been probably on our team, he, moved to another state. So it was kind of just like, I thought I was just going for individual quarterfinals for fun. So it's funny you say this last night we had Kelly Kelly on formerly Kelly Clark. Mm -hmm. um, and she was a team athlete for almost all of her career. And then because of rule changes and the proximity rule, she couldn't be on a team in 21. So she just said, I'll do it for fun. And then shocked herself and did really well at semifinals and was like, oh my gosh, I almost made the games. Wow. That's crazy. And, and, yeah. was, and then realized that she need if she put a little bit more into it, maybe it would be something. And last year she missed the games by one point. Wow. One point. One point. That is amazing and frustrating at the same time. It awesome. is. But what's funny is looking back on it, she said she never would have went individual. She was yeah. very content on a team and really enjoyed that and is so glad that she was forced out of her comfort zone into something different because she found something she loved. Yep. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. And that's exciting. Do you for her. feel that this year as well? I do, but I'm very like more so I'm going into it, like just going to have fun and, um, I don't have any expectations other than that. I told everyone that like at my gym, um, who's like, you're going to do great. Like you can make the games. I'm like, all right guys, no, no, no. It's, there's a whole pond out there that y'all don't get to see, um, who are way better than me, but I'm just happy to be out there with like all those great athletes. And my goals were to not get injured, to have fun and not get last. And so if I do those three things, I'll be happy. So were you a team athlete growing up or were you an individual athlete? What was your background sports wise? Um, it's actually kind of a combination. Like my two main sports were gymnastics and tennis. I did gymnastics competitively for 10 years. So like I would sometimes do like the individual all around stuff, but then we also competed on a team. Um, I know you're like competing individually, but <clears throat> it was kind of a combination. Um, tennis, I I think I started with singles and then went to mixed doubles. So um, it's kind of the same thing. You operated like as an individual, but you also scored points as a team. So kind of a mixture. Yeah. Well, I, so how, how did you go from those sports to finding CrossFit? Um, so in college, I've always done like some sort of athletic stuff to stay active in college. Um, after I was stopping gymnastics and, um, tennis, I was like, oh, maybe I'll try cheerleading so I can still tumble. I went to a D3 school. So like nobody tumbled there. It wasn't for me. So I stopped after a year and I did like club tennis. Um, and then I, I think I rolled my ankle pretty bad. And so I kind of like stopped for a little bit. And then I would do like P90X and insanity in my dorm room. Um, I had a 
friend who's like her mom was a CrossFit coach, like from the beginning, like 2010. And so she was always like, let's like, I want you to go to CrossFit with me. I was like, no, I don't want to get bulky. I'm not going to CrossFit. I'll do the little room workouts that you have. Like we do like, we had a pull-up bar we put in our dorm room and like we used our chairs as like box jumps. So we would do like body weight stuff and that's what I was about. Um, And then after I graduated college and I'm going to age myself, 2013, um, I was like, gosh, everybody left. So I don't have anyone to work out with anymore. And so I finally gave it a shot. And I remember my first workout was Fran. And I didn't know everyone was like, oh, my gosh, Fran. But I was just my first crossover workout. I had no idea. And I did the, like, trainer, 15-pound trainer bar for my thrusters and, like, a green band for my pull-ups. And it probably took me, like, 10 minutes and I could barely drive home. Um, And I was like, man, that was fun, which I guess, like, every cycle person that likes CrossFit has that thought. Um, But, yeah, I slowly, like, for the first few years of CrossFit, I didn't want to lift heavy. I wouldn't put more than, like, 55 pounds on my bar. Cause I didn't want to get bulky. That was like my whole thing. Um, but then I just got addicted to it and like wanted to get better and stronger. I didn't really care about like aesthetics as more so transition to performance. So Ashley, I'd like you to meet Amy, Amy. I'd like you to meet Ashley. <laughs> you have similar stories. Really? When I first, when I first introduced Amy to CrossFit, mm-hmm. she was like, well, I don't want to get bulky. Don't let me get bulky. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's like, check out my traps. <laughs> I know that's how I am too. I'm like, Oh man. Like when I got injured, I was like, are my arms getting small? Right. I'm trying to figure out. Cause like, yeah, my neck injury was like pretty bad. Cause I had mild, mild spinal cord compression. So I actually like lost, um, strength and I had weakness like all the way down to my hand where I couldn't like hold like a water bottle would like slip right out of my hand. Um, and I feel like heard stories about like people with like severe spinal injuries, like they get atrophied. So it's just funny to go from like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to get huge to like, oh my gosh, my biceps are going to disappear. And so I was like doing curls every day, like to make sure I kept my strength up, like things that didn't trigger my neck. But yeah, it's crazy to see like the mindset shift Yeah, from like where we started to where we are now. Absolutely. And now you come on a podcast and you break out the gun show. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's warm in Phoenix, so I have to keep the tank on. Yeah. Um, so I, I had a disc injury as well. And for me, it caused a lot of depression um, mm-hmm. because I couldn't do what I loved anymore. Did you have any of those side effects? Not just the physical stuff, but the mental yeah. stuff that comes with that. I honestly was in like so much pain. Like I had a severe dull ache on my arm and I could barely sleep an hour every night at a time that like my thought was like, I don't even care if I can ever work out again. I remember thinking this driving, I was like, I don't care if I can ever work out again. Just like, please take the pain away. So like, I think I didn't really like focus on being depressed because I was like in so much pain. And then as I started to get better, I like was more thankful that I was like even able to go in and still do CrossFit. Like, so when I started, I didn't know where my like journey would lead me. So I was like, I'd be okay if like, if I can only do the barbell because that's what's safe. Like, that's fine. That's what I'll do. So I feel like I, I don't think I got into that deep depression. Like it definitely initially was like, okay, what is this? I was more scared that like I would have permanent like damage and not be able to like do a normal task, like squeeze a dish sponge. Um, so that was kind of frightening, but yeah, like as I transitioned, started getting better, I, it was more gratitude, I think, um, just for like being able to 
do things I never thought I would do again. How much worry was there going back to CrossFit and possibly re-injuring that disc? Uh, it was pretty, yeah, I was pretty scared. I think I'm pretty conservative though. Like I pulled back more than like my PT and like doctors would say like, Hey, you can start adding like weight now. And I was like, no, no, like, I don't want to be doing that. And I got nervous. So I definitely took a pretty conservative approach and just listened to like my body and the feedback. Cause it's more so of like, okay, if you feel a little pain, like that's okay. That just means pull back If the pain like lasts more than 24 hours. Then like you've definitely done too much. So I was just, it's, it's hard. Cause in CrossFit, you just kind of want to like turn your mind off and go in the pain cave. But I've really had to be like, like listening and focused on my body and my positioning the whole time. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been different for sure. Like having to make that transition. Do you think that injury so, has helped change your mindset as far as like, as when you're training now on like, it, when you're in a hard workout, like maybe that it's given you more drive to kind of fight through, or has it, has it helped you, you know, maybe be a little bit smarter in how you break things up or how has it changed your training now? Yeah, I think, <clears throat> I think sometimes I'm able to like, when I'm like, gosh, this hurts so bad. Like sometimes I think about it and I was like, well, you're just lucky you get to do this still. So I'm like, keep going, like mm -hmm. just enjoy the pain, like the good pain, not like yeah, the, yeah, pain, yeah. But the pain cave. And so, um, I think it's put like more of like now that I'm like 31, I'm like, okay, I need to mobilize more and just like focus on those things that I maybe didn't put as much time in. Um, and it's hard, like, cause I work out in the morning before work. And so sometimes I don't have time to like mobilize right after when I should. So like trying to learn to incorporate in or like being like, you know what? I can't do all the training this morning. Cause I need to like make sure I cool down and like stretch and mobilize. Um, I think that's kind of how it's changed and like, I haven't done what the one movement I have not done since my injury is like kipping handstand pushups. Um, I've done strict. I started doing those like in October again, because I can kind of control the descent and not like bounce off my head. Whereas like kipping you rest your entire body weight in the bottom position. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting if I have to do kipping. handstand pushups. Well, so how did that translate into doing the, the chest to wall facing handstand pushups? Those ones were actually like, they were really hard. Like my <laughs> last, my last nine, I think I did nine wall walks into like one single, uh -huh. um, but they weren't like, I wasn't scared. Cause like, I'm like concentrating on them to like not bounce my head. So that one I was kind of nervous cause I'd never done one before. Um, but when I got to them, I was like, okay, I'm just going to do these like one at a time if I have to, and like would rather go slow than injure my neck again. So Absolutely. that's why I have to constantly remind myself. So our resident comedian, Trish, said that uh, you can buy Ecuadorian stem cells. I can give you my contact. They come in a discreet Ziploc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, we'll see. I don't know about that. <laughs> you better not with us. <laughs> any drug testing that might be happening. Better not take any risks. Yeah, that's hilarious. No, I'm like, so somebody had like some vitamin C like spray thing. She was like, open your mouth. And she sprayed it. And I was like, what was that? Like, what if I get like tested for something random, but like, I'm so weird about like, even like melatonin. I'm like, okay, is five milligrams too much? Like, is this like too much of a dose? So like, yeah, I probably will pass on those stem cells, but thanks. <laughs> yeah. So the, you know, the old adage that Rich Froning would always say is that in training, you listen to your body in competition. You tell your body to shut up. Yeah. Are you, are you going to be able to do that come semifinals when it's time 
to like push through those moments? Um, I honestly think I'm just going to put my body above like that still, because I, I know my level of abilities and I'm not going to be in a games qualifying position. So for me, I'm just like, okay, go out there and have fun. Don't get hurt. Um, for sure. Like it's hard to turn it off because like when you have the adrenaline going and like you're in you're corralled and there's people next to you and like, you see them getting ahead, like you might forget about that, but I'm going to try to remember that my health and the longevity of my body is more important than placing five places higher. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Yeah. So, so you keep, you keep saying you're not going to finish in a game spot. This is, yeah. <laughs> that That's a yeah. very weird attitude or it's a very weird concept interviewing the athletes we've interviewed. I'm yeah. just being transparent with you. Right. So are you looking at this year as a learning year and maybe next year be a, a year where you can push and just kind of go in and soak it all in this year and learn as much as you can about the process? Or do you just know coming off the injury that this is a year you just have to be safe? Um, I guess a little of both. Um, I know like, I've made the aug strides to get back to where I was like strength wise. I'm pretty good. Gymnastics is maybe a little bit less than what it used to be just because of all like the movements that kind of involve a lot of neck. Um, but I don't know. I think I'm just more, and I know, like I said this about like qualifying for semifinals too, but like, I'm just like very, I majored in like math and finance. So I'm like, okay, I placed 42nd out of 60 people in the quarterfinals and those workouts were pretty good for me. So like, at the, you know what I mean? Like given like movements that I might not like do full speed, I'm like, okay, it's probably like a good chance that I'm not going to, but then I have all my friends that are like, why are you always talking like that? Like, why don't you say like, you do have like a chance to everyone does, but yeah, I think for me, it's more like go out there, have fun. Also like mentally that takes the pressure off of me of like telling myself like, oh, you do have a chance. So if I just tell myself it's for fun, then I can't be disappointed. <laughs> okay. Um, gosh, I want to dive into that. I just don't know. I don't know totally where to, so I'm, I'm going to move into another area for now. Okay. So, so you competed at TFX this year. Was yeah. that on a team? That was on a team. Yeah. It's actually an owner at my brother's gym that lives in Texas reached out and asked if I would be, um, their female. I said, yes, but if there is like a handstand pushups, then I don't know if I'm going to be able to do the workout um, for the qualifier, like to qualify for, um, the pro division. And sure enough, there was handstand pushups. And that's when I said, like, I just started doing handstand pushups in October. That was for that qualifier. So I just did singles and I did them all strict. They were supposed to be kipping. I could have gone faster, but I did them all strict and safely. And so, yeah, we ended up qualifying. So yeah, I went for a team and that was, uh, that was for fun. I kind of thought like my competing was over. <laughs> <coughs> You thought it was over for TFX and then you have the season you're having and the, it's almost like there's a sign from the universe telling you, <laughs> um, Hey, Ashley, you're not done with this yet. We're going to keep moving you forward. Yeah. And it's funny. Cause I keep telling anybody at my gym, I was like, after semis, I'm taking a few months off. I'll do class water and I'm going to leave. Might not even do, we have like an RX plus and like an RX and skilled option. I was like, might not even do RX plus might do like RX. So, um, yeah, it'll, it's funny to see like if that's still gonna, cause I feel like everything I've said, like I haven't 
you know, like I've progressed to the point where I haven't followed that. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens after. So how yeah. do you balance your life out with CrossFit? Like, what do you like to do that's not CrossFit or work? Um, or work. Yeah. Work, work has been pretty time consuming. I've had some like rough, like 14 hour days. Like I'm on this big, big project the past, since like August. So it's been, um, it's been hard to have activities outside of like work and gym. Um, but my husband and I just bought a, like a cab over camper and we used to go camping a lot and we sold our little teardrop trailer. So we're going to start going again. Um, I also love wine. So like just having wine with friends, are we the same? Yes, we are exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. You two are twins. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I love wine. Um, so like we do wine nights with friends all the time and get together and do tastings and, um, yeah, that's, and we love traveling. So try to travel more, like not only in the trailer, like maybe with a nice bed, but yeah. <laughs> and if you say that you like to hike, um, I do like to hike. That's, that's yeah. Uh, yep. Twins. Yep. Twinsies. Yeah. And we got a lot of hikes out here in Arizona, yeah. so it's getting a little too hot to do it, but on the list is to do rim to rim. So, um, we'll do that one day we we're supposed to do it. I think a couple of years ago, but, um, got close to it and my husband hadn't done any training. So we we're kind of like, okay, maybe another year. Yeah. So Corey says, uh, wine with friends is why I have a five-year-old daughter. Oh yeah. Whoops. <laughs> I wow. thought he was going to say he has wine night with friends because of his. Yeah, but no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wine <laughs> with friends created the five-year-old daughter. So just be careful. <laughs> okay. I will. <laughs> um, so I saw on your Instagram, you, you went to Sedona and for someone who loves wine, that is like the Mecca of mm -hmm. wine. Yeah. It's just literally um, the most beautiful place. Totally. I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. We do like a annual girls trip at our gym. Um, they call it fat camp, but P-H-A-T camp. So we go and like, they call it that because we also like go and drop it at a gym and we do like work out by the pool and like we do things but then we also like went to vineyard and um we did go on a hike so but the like the owner of my gym who i'm good friends with claire she hates hiking so it was like more of a leisurely hike but yeah, yeah it was so good <laughs> and how how was the wine the wine's always good yes it was it was good i can't remember the name of the vineyard we went to but um i had been there a couple times and um yeah, I don't know. I used to hate wine. I used to own like my wine was Chardonnay. Now I hate Chardonnay. I only drink red wine. So yep. it's changed. Right. Are you the same wine? Yeah. All right. <laughs> now, if, if it's really hot on a really hot summer day, I might have some Pinot Grigio, but mostly oh. I'm same. That's how I am too. Or like a Sauvignon Blanc or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. We're like long lost sisters. Yeah, we are. <laughs> wow. Now Amy just has to accidentally make semifinals. Oh, okay. Well, I'm a master, so. You can make semifinals masters. <laughs> Maybe next year. So, um, so you like the outdoors um, and you said rim to rim. Is that, is that like your bucket list thing? I would say it is. It's just for me, I do like hiking, but like that's a 13 hour hike. So I do CrossFit because it's like short bursts of fun. That might be like, that's like mentally hard for me. So it is, I know my husband probably wants to do it more than I do. Um, and I'll do it because I like challenging myself. Um, 
but yeah, we'll see. It's just the same thing for 13 hours. So I know it's beautiful, but um, yeah, that's definitely a bucket list thing. Cool. So you've already said like, so what would it mean at the end of semifinals for you to say this was a successful weekend? Um, I'm just going to say like, I would like to finish middle of the pack, not be hurt. Um, and just like, I, when I do big comps, sometimes I have like a huge adrenaline dump and I feel like I just like, I get like too hyped in the first event and then I feel like crap in the other events, like just, and I also get like imposter syndrome kind of like I see when I've been in like other like large competitions and I see like games athletes next to me, I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, how am I here? So trying to like change that mindset and like being like, okay, you earned a spot here versus like kind of going into like the self doubt thoughts. Um, I think then if I can do those things. It'd be a win. Were you a fan of the sport before this year? A fan of CrossFit? Like yeah. just how, like how things have transitioned and everything. No, like just like a fan of like the athletes and watching oh, the, the athletes. Yeah. yeah. I would say I have been since, since I started competing on a team, I think then I started getting more so into, but when I first joined um, CrossFit Blade here, when I moved from Texas to Arizona, I didn't know who anybody was. Like somebody was like, Oh yeah, Catcher and Davis or Catcher and daughter, like Catcher and Davis' daughter, um, something something. And I was like, who? Um, so I don't think I got into it until I started getting into like that level of competition where I do regionals and those kind of things. And um, but yeah, so I say more so now. Like now I watch like the games, the Rogue Invitational, all that stuff, and it's more um, it's more fun because like you know it's like well, it's like my husband likes baseball, like he has his player. So um, yeah, definitely. Definitely been into it for a few years now. So when you get to an event like semifinals and this year, like the, the biggest um, field that they've ever done for a competition at this stage, mm -hmm. there's a lot of people in this field that are games athletes yep. a lot. Yep. So you say like, sometimes you get imposter syndrome. Are you going to be able to, um, are you going to be able to, kind of push that bat down and not fangirl in the middle yeah. of like the first couple events? Um, I hope so. I know like, uh, what year is it? 2021. I did individual like pro at TFX and like that year because of COVID there's only 10 spots and it was like, I barely got in and then everyone else was a games athlete. And I remember that's like where I was like, Oh my gosh, like how, how am I here? What am I doing? Um, but I feel like this field's like a little bit bigger. So maybe I'll feel more comfortable. Like I don't recognize everybody from like all watching on live stream. Um, but I think like now that I'm more of aware that like how, like some of the negative thoughts I have and like self doubt, I can um, maybe work towards ignoring that or improving it. So hopefully, yeah, it'll be, It'll be fun. I'm going to try to look at it. I don't have any like thing where I'm like, I have to get this placement or I'm going to be sad. That's what I say now, but then I get there. We'll see what happens. Well, this has been a blast, Ashley, uh, getting to know you. Um, and we're, I'm going to be in Pasadena. Nice. Uh, okay. Just, just booked my plane ticket this morning. Uh, so we are all good there. And uh, so I'll see you out there and be able to root you on. I uh, can't wait to see what, what comes of the weekend for you.
Awesome. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you. Yes, and good luck to, to the, you. Thank you. And to the people in the chat, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see everybody next time on the Clydesdale Media Podcast.